What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome to episode 181 of Fourth and John. I am Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn. And as a fan base and, and a podcast, we were asking you, Eagle fans, to hold, <laughs> hold, hold, brothers, hold onto your horses. We know a trade may be right around the corner. We know. You as a fan have been refreshing. We know you have kind of lost sleep if you're a Wentz stand that your boy could be traded. As the Eagle fan who's been there here a long time, you could also be be here sitting, been there, done that. Uh, but again, we are right now in a holding period. Like whether you like it or not, whether you've been refreshing all day or not for the last 72 hours. It doesn't matter. It's what has to happen. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a fun place when you go to the timeline. Sometimes you're looking for jokes. You're looking for memes. You're looking oh, for, no. not today. You're, you're looking for, uh, you know, people talking like cats in a zoom video <laughs> uh, to, to feel better about yourself. But again, you have to show some patience. I know it's difficult. Because I'm one of those Eagle fans who keep waking up in the middle and like, refresh, refresh. Let's see what the timeline's talking about. What are the beats saying? And and, and one of some of some of the, some of the things that the beats are saying are stuff like this. Uh, define soon. Let, let, let's let's get into it. Here, I, I think a lot of folks thought, okay, Super Bowl's going to be over, uh, and then in the morning this trade's going to be finalized. Uh, I made calls to everyone involved in this one and was told this morning that nothing is imminent that uh, the Eagles are basically waiting for an offer that they think is worthwhile uh, to trade away Carson Wentz and one of the options is still on the table I don't think this is likely but one of the options still on the table is they don't get an offer that they deem worthy 
and they say, okay, Carson Wentz, report to training camp. Um, I believe in the end he is going to be traded, and they will get an offer uh, that will make them part with Wentz. I, I still can't see a path for him to come back to the Eagles. I said on WIP Radio in Philly last week, I was 50-50, but then when I was on with them, I said, I'm officially at 51-49, he's getting traded, and I don't think I'm coming back to 50-50. So I, I'm almost now 100% sure that he is eventually going to get traded, uh, but it may not be as quick as some folks think here. Uh, the Bears and the Colts are amongst the team involved. Uh, teams involved. I am told that there are more teams involved, and I will also tell you that the Bears and Colts have other quarterbacks that they are keeping an eye on. So a lot of moving parts, a lot of chess, a lot of poker being played here. Um, I can't really put you on a, a time frame here. I think he gets traded. I can't tell you how quickly, but it could be relatively quickly. Wow, Evan. And how does that make you feel? Bro, there's a whole lot of talking going on right now, but nobody is saying anything. Uh, that's, that's generally, I, I mean, I feel for you, Gail. I really do feel for you. I know you're over there, you're crushing the shoe game, painting them up, and then you still got the hand strength to be heading to your mouse and refreshing those pages minute after minute after minute. I know you got carpal tunnel on the way, bro. I do. Um, but as far as everybody else, man, like – isn't it kind of BS? Isn't it kind of bullshit how throughout this entire season, you know, we just had shit leaking out. Uh, there would be stuff leaking out on game days, on Sundays, and now we're in the off season. And all I want to do is enjoy what was supposed to be a great Super Bowl game. Ended up being very one-sided. And uh, I don't want to, don't, don't want to, you know, push myself up too much, but I kind of saw that one coming. Um <laughs> Uh, but what, what I'm saying is, is that like it's bogus, man. All I wanted was a nice, calm offseason. We're not going to get that. We're not getting that this year. Uh, it's complete chaos. Um, this whole trade rumor thing has been boiling over and boiling over. And now, guess what? The si the kitchen is soaked. The, the the ground, the floor is completely covered in boiling water, and it's complete chaos out here. And uh, I really don't know what the answer is going to be. But one thing that certainly seems for sure is there's no possibility that Carson Wentz can come back and this can be just a normal relationship. This shit and Carson and Howie, Howie Roseman, it doesn't work. Uh, we thought that Doug Peterson was the crux of that issue. Uh, from all the players that have been speaking out and letting their two cents be heard, that doesn't seem to be the case. It seems like the GM, as we all knew it was all along is the issue with this team. And that's why I stand by my statement that I made a few months ago that as long as Howie Roseman here, this shit ain't going to work. Um, you know, and we, we talked about this, this drama filled reality show that was starting w way prior than a lot of folks were like, the drama is coming. The voices, I said, one more, one more loss in the, in, in the, in the people will start, the players will start speaking out. And then it just built, built. and that well, we're almost into the final snowball period of of this trade going down. And like some of you may not believe some of the reports, you might choose which side you want to uh, hit your wagon to. Um, but sometimes you have to look at the players in this. I'm talking in the media uh, to decipher what to believe and what not to believe but you have you have to look at who's saying what and usually when some people say stuff they don't uh you know lie i mean some might people call it fake news yeah. uh you alternative might, facts i believe has been used before i mean in, in the fact that uh you know we're here is not surprising if you've been paying attention yeah. in the fact of 
if you and stuff that we've been saying for a while now is the writing is on the wall in the sense that they knew if you if you if they decided to sit Carson Wentz for the rest of the season for a guy who has that much you know if Carson Wentz is, is being reported about his you know his his feeling of importance and feeling like his any anybody's QB sports ego is going to be hurt by this but if you know Carson Wentz you know that's not going to sit well. It was very calculated what they did. They knew where this would potentially go. Yeah. Carson went to set his target on Howie Runs, just uh, on Howie Roseman. Just like the fans have their targets on Howie Roseman. I believe if I'm Carson Wentz, now I'm not going to say it's the right thing with, within the locker room. That's a whole different story, but like if I'm Carson Wentz, and I, I look at my career and I look at the guy who's might have his you know, hands are, you know, holding my career intact. Would I feel confident that Harry Roseman is going to make, put me in a position to succeed? Probably not. Um, is he, do I feel like he's going to draft the right players around me to feel comfortable and let me sleep at night? Probably not. Um, so we're, we're sitting here now in a situation where we thought they would potentially end and uh, it's it's a weird feeling. Some of you went stands are really in your feelings. I, I you know, I, I feel for you guys. Again, I'm a, a, I'm a Wentz fan. There's a difference between a Wentz fan and a Wentz stand. A sure. Wentz a Wentz stand cannot see <laughs> uh, over his own uh, shaded glasses so much so that they're in love with Wentz. The rose colored glasses, yeah. A Wentz fan can see the faults in. A, a player that they love and they've actually watched the film and they've actually went back and seen where he's had issues. Uh, also, and, and it, it's, it goes back to when it's being it, it, some of it, this has nothing to do with just his talent alone. It has something to do with other unforeseen, like some of the things that we're not privy to. Although some of those things have leaked stuff like Malcolm Jenkins have said recently on like these, that's a captain of the football team. Yeah. So if he's the captain of the football team on a pr- previous teams, that vision of his is portion is a portion of some of the players that are still here. Now I'm not saying all of them, but it is what it is. I mean, Evan. I mean, are you are you shocked to see Eagle fans uh, react the way they are on the timeline? Well, I mean, first of all, that's a loaded question. To see Eagles fans reacting this way is totally not out of the ordinary. Eagles fans overreact all the time. I'm one of them. I I do it. It's just part of our DNA. Um, But as far as just seeing, like you said, the writing on the walls, like let's just take a step back and let's just let's do a a macro scope of of Howie Roseman's career. But let's look more towards uh, the recent history. I'll go as far back as Chip Kelly. So back when Chip Kelly was here, albeit uh, he had horrible decision-making, not Howie, Chip. Chip, you know, he he tore apart this team. Uh, He is not liked in the city, and everybody is aware of that. But let's look at the fact that Howie Roseman, it's that that big story that came from that year, is Howie Roseman was put on the other side of the building. That relationship wasn't working. Okay, so now let's flash forward to our past coach that we just had. Um, We had a player in Malcolm Jenkins that you just – uh, stated he he had um, he had made a statement after he left the team and he said that Howie Roseman is the crux of this problem. That's a former captain speaking about that. We had a defensive coordinator 
just up and he doesn't want to be a part. He wants to take a step back. He doesn't want to be a part of this anymore. I don't know if how he was influenced in that, but I can tell you one person that certainly was, was Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson decides to, that he needs to mutually take a step away from the organization. Another Howie Roseman-esque loss right there. And now we're going to be losing our franchise quarterback um, because he doesn't get along with the GM. And I'm looking at all of these things, all of these major players that should be able to work together with Howard Roseman. I want to ask you, Gail, what is your confidence that when we bring in the next guy, that the same damn thing won't happen? It happens. History repeats itself, Gail. This shit happens over and over and over again. So why am I to believe that once we get the guy that Howard Roseman perceives to be the guy, just like we thought Carson Wentz was the guy, that he's not going to sour on him and eventually try and run him out of town. Why am I to believe that that won't happen? I mean, I mean, he's the common denominator in a, in a lot of issues that have gone wrong. I, I like the timeline that you set out there. I, I think you do have to look at that. And, and while we, you know, public enemy number one is Howie Roseman. You're starting to look at public enemy number two in in Lurie. Yeah. Uh, in which, like, as much as we can throw some heat on you know how roseman's way there's someone who is allowing this to go on and enabling howie roseman to do what he's doing um and it, there's there's things in the past like contract wise like you know the stuff that he's been able to do that i've been you know happy to see like stuff you know like having like guys play uh you know tons of guys playing for on cheap deals and bringing some veterans during that uh, 2017 run and making it make sense. Um, although he had a, a football guy and you know, Joe Douglas helping him. Um, I, I don't believe that Howie Roseman with final say um, is, is, is the answer for this team moving forward. It's the thing that keeps me up at night. If I'm that, that's what my nightmares look like. Um, so, the fact that Dorsey's out of the building, I don't know what he told him or consulted him on or his past mistakes. Do I feel better about the situation? I don't. Well, I, you, you bring up Dorsey, and that is like kind of was my next point in that we heard uh, about midway through the year, maybe a little bit later, that Dorsey was in the building. He was helping in a consultation role. And we kind of all saw that, and we were like, oh, Howie's time is ticking. And, and John Dorsey could eventually be replacing – uh, Howie Roseman. We thought that that would be awesome, but that's not how it turned out. John Dorsey isn't with us anymore. And so do you think that it's possible that Jeffrey Lurie, whatever, uh, you know, dirty video Howie Roseman has on Jeffrey Lurie to keep him in the building. Do you think that Jeff pretty much communicated to John Dorsey that, you know, Howie's still going to have most of the power here and that's why he left. Do you think like I I do agree with you that Jeffrey Lurie would be public enemy number two just simply because he's the one that enables all this to happen? Uh, I, I think you know I think Dorsey that they brought him in to get some fresh ideas and uh, a better uh, a perspective on you know probably like players he picked in the past and like some philosophies and stuff like that and I feel like it also set a picture to the fan base like hey man uh, you know you know how how we staying. <laughs> Um, and he's he's going through his GM rehab um, and he's he's sitting down with Dorsey and, he, and he's doing the work. 
you know, after all the smoke is cleared, then they're like, oh, well, Dorsey's out of the building. Like, oh, well, here we are. You know, Howie's out. I mean, Doug, Doug Peterson's out the door and now we're, we're back with Howie. Um, so I, I feel like the situation with Carson, like, while it's understandable, we feel uncomfortable with Howie Roseman and we want to expect that Carson would feel comfortable with him. I don't know. Like the fact that, um, you know, he's being shopped and you know, you know, we, we've been saying this, like, I know, I know I've been saying this for mm-hmm. over the last two months. Like this is where I was talking about how he's a value guy. Carson Wentz's value is no higher right now than it is at this moment in, in this situation that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. He's looking at he's got to get value from one of these two quarterbacks. And obviously now, it's Carson Wentz. What were you saying? I was gonna say, where do you think that why do you think that Wentz's value is at its peak right now? Are you saying that uh because there is this bidding war that has come along, that that is what is increasing his value and that's why it's at its peak? Well, I think it's at I mean, at this peak in this time, like it's like you, you have to move on right now because we're talking about the value that he could potentially get back. Obviously he's asking for two first rounds and some change and a a player or whatever. Uh, When we all know that maybe a first and a third or a player is something that could, you know, the 20 or 21st pick from Mm -hmm. either the bears or the Colts could ideally be in play with some change and and how he's got to get his, his value. Mm -hmm. That's something I've been saying for, Ever, if you look at the situation, that's how he's going to get that value, knowing that he cannot bring back Wentz, who doesn't want to be here as long as Howie's here. He doesn't want to be in this situation. You know, you look at how you you look at Wentz, you look at Ertz, you look at Kelsey sitting on that field at the end of the season. You think they were just talking about, hey man, Siskumba, we had a great time. You know, thinking about those memories, but thinking about like. Maybe this ride is potentially over. Yeah. This could be our last time as homies being on the field together. But it's it's I mean, how he's looking this, at this shit is like a value meal. Um Yeah. And it's it's an issue, man. Um, and I think the thing that I keep coming back to is that I don't think it's an issue that's ever going to go away as long as Howie's here. Um, it really makes me wonder, though, I think a lot of what the fan base is thinking, if we're going to be moving on from Wentz, and I, I don't think anybody really knows what the plan is for the quarterback, whether we we try Hurts out for a season or whether we end up drafting a guy. But it kind of, to me, feels like this 2021 season is going to be somewhat of a punt, Gail. Kind of feels like uh, I don't have much expectations for this next season. What about you? Um, you know, I, you know, stuff that I've been like looking at about the team, you know, just, you know, what the the cap situation, you know, who, who are going to be the leaders in this locker room. It it makes you really think of who's going to take, uh, ownership of, of these roles that are important. It kind of makes you think of like, you know, the the youth movement could be a thing. Uh, I, I know some of the younger guys, I've already been, you know, siding with Wentz. I McLean put that out like what mm-hmm. yesterday, um, and that's something that we've been saying on this podcast for a while about some of the younger guys are already taking sides, yeah. in, in support of, you know, Jalen Hurts, 
Uh, but it's also just something w- w- we need to look. We need to move forward in in sense of like where to hitch our wagon to. Uh, the Wentz wagon, if that's if that's gone, uh, is it the Hertz wagon or is it? <laughs> You know, are 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 the Eagles going to be that crazy? And you talk about value in the draft. There's no better value if you're looking to change the destiny and direction of your football team in drafting a quarterback. You know where we stand. Like you know, like do we need another quarterback? Well, we we need We're a quarterback factory, Gail. And this is something that you you have to look at the value of the contracts that you get a quarter you get a quarterback in a rookie deal. Something I've been saying for months. Yep. This is where they this is where they want to be at, especially in the situation that we're in. You take this one year of cap hell and you eat it. You eat it. <laughs> you eat it. It's a record record number, but put some ketchup on it. How, how much is the value in the culture of this in in the culture of this football team in the in the locker room? Is it worth? Like if they feel like they need to do that to get this culture back and get the team back. Well, Gale, they, they certainly need to do something to get the culture back. Cause I think like one thing that was certain this year is that, that we completely lack an identity right now. I really don't know who the leader of our locker room is at all right now, if we even have one. So um, yeah, I mean, we need a guy We like this draft is really more important than ever, as far as setting up the foundation for this next team that we're going to be watching. Um, we need to get some leaders on this team, whether it be through the draft or free agency. But like you said, we're in cap hell. Uh, and judging by how young we're going with our coaching staff, um, I it makes me feel like I, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be going uh, super on, on the youth movement with all of our players. But what I do know is we need some vet presence. That was totally lacking last year, and it's something that we need. I, I think that's, you know, they're, they're going to get some pieces from like – you know, from either the Colts or like some of the, char- you're going to start to see some of these Charger players, ex-Charger players. Um, they're going to start building guys, building from within with you know former veterans, you know, that come cheap mm-hmm. um, to like either help, um, kind of for reformat this Eagles team. And mm-hmm. it, and it's like again, we're going to see some some players out of here. Um, but again, the most important thing moving forward is the draft and how they figure out this draft and, and finally get some impact. You know, can they mess up the six pick Evan? I, I mean, I, they can, Howie Roseman's picking it. They certainly can. Uh, it, it seems foolproof and it seems like a can't miss pick. Um, I, feel like I, can't, I feel like it's a can't miss. I agree with you, but at the same time, I don't know where their head's at. If they're going wide receiver, I totally agree. It's a can't-miss pick because I think that either Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase will end up falling to that spot. But if we are looking at a quarterback, and I just don't know. I I don't know if uh, any of these guys are going to be the ones to write the ship. We're not going to get the top quarterback. We're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. We're probably not going to get Justin Fields. So we're going to end up taking the third best quarterback in the draft potentially. And then we're going to be hitching our wagon to that. I don't know about how I feel about that in confidence. I mean, I, I feel like, again, like, I mean, your your quarterback, your team takes on the, the identity of your quarterback. And I feel like this, this year's team, you know, you get two quarterbacks. You had a lot going on. You had COVID going on. You had, you know just the fan base was not there. 
mm-hmm. you know, Eagle football without the fans is like, it's like peanut butter without the jelly. Uh, <laughs> so like, it's been a whole weird season. Um, we lost the head coach. Um, it's been so, it's been such a weird situation to watch unfold. Like, I, I can, I can actually like still see the shock in your eyes. Like I I'm in the same boat where I can't believe that we're here. I can't believe that we've actually gotten to this point and we've, we've fallen from graces so far. It's funny because I I've been saying it, but like when you actually are living through it, then you're like, yeah, we are here. Yeah. We, that's we what are. it gets you. I mean, you're like, that- Oh, there's rock bottom. I'm here. Was there, there's that like military saying like embrace the suck and uh, like again Eagle fans were potentially imbr- right there embracing the suck and um, you just gotta like you just got we just gotta work through it I mean it, again um, Eagle fans we need you to hold 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 <laughs> hold, hold on to that emotion because uh, you're gonna about to let it rip if again it's it, it is. And the, the other thing I, I want to say is like just being an Eagle fan for so long mm-hmm. and I, I get to see some Eagle fans who are in their 20s, if you're under 20 or whatever, like or in your 30s um, or like if you're a fan in your 40s, you know what I mean? It's just like I've I've seen this before. I've seen them fail Randall Cunningham. Uh, I've seen them fail Donovan McNabb. And now I've seen them fail uh, Carson Wentz in, 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 in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. So just to see like Eagle fans who have not like been through this before or have seen one of their heroes walk out the door. I, 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 I totally understand where you're feeling, but as, as a, as the, I'm getting older now, like I, I see it, like I understand, like these things happen and you, you have to embrace that. When was when was Randall's? I, I'm a younger guy. So when was Randall's like last year here? Well, he was late '90s, right? Yeah. Um, so didn't Jeffrey Laurie acquire the team in 1994? So essentially, what the point I'm getting at is, is that you've watched the failure of all of those quarterbacks, and the one common denominator there, to me, is the owner. I mean, I, I think it's like, you know, I, I feel like. I'm just going to say just, but it, it, I mean, the the thing to like really focus on is just like they've failed other quarterbacks in the past. They've failed to do certain things like whether have a off a super offensive attack around Randall or whether it's failing to get McNabb, a a competent wide out for years um, Mm -hmm. or failing to utilize Carson Wentz to his best strength. Um, At the end of the day, it's like, this stuff happens and you, you could sit here and like either I get, I, again, if you're, if you're a younger Eagle fan, you're, you're probably in your feels and you're just like Carson Wentz, my hero is gone. This has ha- happened before and it's going to happen again. Yeah. Um, but it, it, looking at Howie Roseman, this is the perfect opportunity for the targets to be on Howie Roseman, whatever failures that we've had. This is the reason. This is this is the reason for the season now. The target is fully on Howie Roseman's back. There's no other people to blame, but Howie Roseman, and that's where I feel like, at the end of the day, now he's in the hot seat. Now he is in the Shark Tank, and now 
let's see the uh we, we needed look. to get a new pilot light for that uh for that hot seat because god almighty it took a while to, to catch a light i mean you, you there's no other excuses there, there's no other which way there's nowhere there's no escape exits mm-hmm. there's no you can't blame doug you can't bl- you can't blame anybody but howard roseman who has final say again yeah He's, he's, I mean, he's the guy that is at the top. You got to, uh, I think that's where you got to cut it off is at the head. And, um, that's the <laughs> sad part is that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen this year, at least. Um, Jeffrey Laurie and Howie Roseman, they are two peas in a pod, man. They're inseparable. And I don't, I really don't know what is going to be the straw that breaks Jeffrey Laurie's back. Um, but it certainly isn't the, uh, you know, another failed quarterback this time around. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like as much as uh it sucks to watch you Eagle fans on the timeline, it just just pain, lose it. Yeah. just yeah. lose it. Uh you know, we we are fans here ourselves, so we're going through it with you. Um as as always, call a friend, call a homie if you need some some sword. Because uh, at this time, you're, you're gonna need to you need you're gonna need to talk through some things, and, yeah. and it's always good to have some Eagles buddies and homies around. Uh, hopefully, we, you see us as your Eagles buddies and homies. Reach, reach out. out, reach out, and talk talk the birds. Uh, but Evan, any last words before we get out of here? Yeah, I want to talk about something completely uh, non-Eagles related. I want to talk about all of these clowns out there that I still see propelling this argument. I saw Joe Montana goat trending the other night. Listen to me. If you really still think that Joe Montana is your goat over Tom Brady, like you you really need to be checked into a mental institution. From from what I've seen over Tom Brady, going to different teams, not missing a beat. The dude's the freaking best I've ever seen in my life. He's the best to ever play the game. Just give it up already, man. And I, I know it sucks that he he, you know, he kind of had the Eagles number for my entire my entire childhood, but we eventually did beat him. Uh bottom line, dude's the goat. Put some respect on his name. Yeah, I mean it's it's it it is what it is. Uh, like it's, as much as you hate Tom Brady, uh, as much as you 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 feel like he's had the perfect life, uh, the perfect football life. Uh, you there's it's it's hard, you know, because from from a guy who's actually watched the Montana era, Joe Joe's game was smooth as hell, but um. You know, could he have, could he have had a couple more if, he, if they didn't trade him and uh, allow Steve Young to get 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 a Super Bowl? Um, so I feel like uh, you know Montana Montana Montana's game was nice, um, but like the fact that Brady just left the Patriots and just saddled up with the Bucks and just won another one didn't even miss a beat. Forty three years old. But but you but at the end of you do you do have to realize like. His mentality is something you have to be impressed with. The fact that he can get guys to elevate their game mm-hmm. or surround, they take less money or guys call guys out of retirement, yeah. uh, get a guy like Antonio Brown to fit within the system, a guy like Mike Evans who wants to take less to feed the rest of these guys any um, guy that just like hasn't reached that super bowl part of their career they know that they can get it with him bro like i mean at the end of the day it's like it's it's insane that um that tom tom brady has seven super bowls it's insane that's more than like 
any NFL franchise has at the moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, you know, it is what it is, man. I, I, I'm going to hat tip him on that. I'm not going to say uh, I, I love Tom Brady. Uh, he's got a very punchable face. <laughs> For but sure. We don't, we don't, we don't promote evil. <laughs> like that. Uh, but yeah, man, um, it is what it is. Oh, by the way, you're, you're saying about Randall, his last year with the Eagles was uh, 1995, my guy. 95. Okay. Well, I mean, Lori acquired the team in 94. Yeah. So it's like, um, bro, man, I miss Randall Cunningham. <laughs> so so I, 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 you, you Eagle fans in your feels about um, Wentz, I, I know, I know the feeling, man. I'm still, <laughs> I'm, look at like, I'm still wearing Randall Cunningham's jersey. So like for you Eagle fans out there, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, Th- those Wentz jerseys are going for what, like 15 bucks at Marshall's right now? Bro, like again, if we we've told you anything, I do enough shopping with Eagles gear. If your jersey ends up in Ross for thirty nine ninety nine or less, <laughs> that means your career as an Eagle is very very close. If it goes underneath that, you're out of here. Yep. Um, you're, you're you're approaching Demarco Murray jersey sales. <laughs> That are you could still find in in a Ross or a Marshalls, or a random Sam Bradford or you know New Jersey, you know like Carson Wentz is down down to like sixteen ninety nine and oh, um, Lord. still he's still fifty percent at some places, other places he's around thirty nine ninety nine. So as Jalen Ramsey would say it, um, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me uh, what this next situation is, but uh, just just talking about uh, the next couple couple weeks for us, we're, we're going to do a lot of uh, more draft content. Hope you guys have been enjoying some of the talk the prospect um, videos and podcasts we've been doing. Some of some of the players that we have in our eyes on. Again, if the Eagles aren't going to do do the job, we're going to do the job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Evan, any 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 other last words? Uh, no, no, I just uh, want to echo what you said. Uh, you know, we got a lot of hurting Eagles fans out there. So make sure you check in on your peoples. Make sure they're doing all right. Well, that's all for me and Evan. Uh, we will see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.